Hello and welcome to another episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. On this episode, I'm going to talk to Casper Merck, founder of Casper Merck, the brand. And Casper Merck, the made-to-order brand, was established in Copenhagen in 2019 with one mission, to create durable everyday clothes that age with grace. His purpose is to make clothes that reflect current societal challenges, focusing on the current climate and world around us, produce quality clothing that ages well for a desirable, lived-in look. And you can find out more about the brand and also shop the look through the website www.caspermerk.com and let me spell that for you, C-A-S-P-A-R-M-O-R-C-H, Casper Merck. And here is Casper to tell the story of Casper Merck. Uh, yeah, my name is Casper uh, Merck. Uh, I am the lead designer of uh, my brand Casper Merck. I, uh, I finished my bachelor's in fashion design in 2018, then spent uh, around a year doing some internships at small uh, local brands here in Copenhagen. And then I started my brand in uh, 2019, August 2019. And uh, I showed my first collection in February 2020, just before everything uh, went to hell, so to say. <laughs> um, so it's uh, it's been an exciting time. Right. I'm uh, I'm doing menswear. Uh, in my like my design ethos is uh, trying to mix Scandinavian classic Scandinavian design with more avant-garde uh, style. So trying to find some uh, some new things there. Um, I'm very inspired by, you know, political uh, challenges in the in the world, mm-hmm. um, and like whenever I start a new collection, it's you know what's on my mind, and there's a lot going on right now. So there's always something in the news I'm I'm upset about. So that's that's where All I right. get my inspiration from. Tell me, how did you manage to raise the capital to get the brand off the ground? Was it a Kickstarter or was it something that you took to a bank? Was it a business proposal? Um, no, I'm, I've actually I'm, uh, I inherited some money, uh, to, be, uh, to be honest. So right. I was very lucky in that way, uh, mm-hmm. you can say. Um, and it's, it's pretty much only me. So I'm doing everything <laughs> myself. So there is, there's not a lot of uh, you know, expenses uh, going on. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm really trying to keep it small and trying to keep it, you know, see how long I can, uh, you know, keep going with these low expenses. Right. So basically, I do everything from uh, designing to, uh, you know, sewing samples, doing pattern construction, um, doing made-to-order uh, stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I sew some of the garments myself mm-hmm. uh, for the customers. Um, so it is very like small, small uh, stuff. Um, and yeah, that that way it's easy to keep the the cost low. And so, if people were to order from your site, is it kind of made to order? Do you have this stuff already ready to go, like ready made? Yeah, most of it is uh, made to order um, because that's you know a great way to uh, first of all avoid uh, having you know wasting clothes and sure. I mean, we already already made way too much clothes, and if I like make a make a bunch of clothes and put it on my web shop and then like four months later i have to put it on sale and then half a year later it's worthless so i try yeah. to do everything made to order um that way it also allows for customers to make you know if they want some custom orders i had one who wanted some extra pockets in his jacket like on the inside and it's like yeah sure i can you know i can do that no worries nice. so take me back to uh, where was it that you studied 
I studied at uh, what's called now it's called Scandinavian Academy of Fashion Design. Uh, it used to be called Magrætskolen, which was a bit more a nicer name, but doesn't make right. any sense if you're not Danish. <laughs> so <laughs> they changed it. Uh, yeah, and I had my my bachelor's from there. Um, um, small small school in Copenhagen. Very nice. And did you learn pattern cutting there? What kind of skills do you take away from yeah, the, it's, uh, the academy? It's it's mainly at the design school, but you know we had uh, we had teachers teaching us you know everything, and uh, so when you know it's uh, it's great having some good designs and having some good ideas, but if you can't like make it yourself, it's you lose a lot if you don't know how to do everything. So yeah, we learned everything from like yeah pattern construction, like with a lot of fittings. Uh, we had one teacher who was obsessed with that, um, which yeah. is a very great skill to have, you know, uh, spending a bunch of time just just like making prototype after prototype, making sure it's just right. But yeah, yeah everything, sewing techniques, um, which I think even if you don't do any sewing yourself like I do, um, it's just really good to know how to make, make the fabrics, uh, make the clothes other yeah. than just a drawing. Well, it's... I mean, I did, uh, I think I did a year at fashion school. I did uh, like a night course mm. and it, it's all very well and good kind of designing something, putting something on paper. Not that I could even do that, but you can have an idea <laughs> of what something might look like and might look good, but then not knowing how to even manipulate fabrics or knowing what the mm. qualities of fabrics can do that compose these garments. I mean, you're, you're almost starting completely from scratch if you know nothing about how to what the fabrics are capable of doing and how you can manipulate yeah and and it's very easy to like you have a good idea and if you haven't done a lot of sewing and haven't really went into the clothes from that point of view it it's uh, it's difficult to know what you can can really do you know especially when i started i remember i had like oh yeah this will look great and then when i when i made a finished product it just it didn't work because you could not do that with fabric right so that uh, that's really helpful um in many ways and, so, and then I really like I really like sewing. I think it's a lot of fun, so that's great for me as well. <laughs> I'm assuming that you wear clothes that you make yourself. Yeah, yeah, that must be pretty cool to have going around at parties and well, when we used to be able to party. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the classic. Oh, did you make that yourself? Yeah, Actually, I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the biggest compliment, salt, isn't it? It's half compliment, half insult. It's like it looks like something you know just patched yeah. together but also it looks yeah. like something so unique that you'd never buy it anywhere else right yeah you know you know sometimes you see somebody wearing something and you just you just know they made it themselves uh, yeah. and it's like yeah it looks it looks homemade but you know it's great so when you graduated you said you went and did a few internships at some brands all based in copenhagen can you just kind of talk us through that and what you learned leading up to the launch of your own brand yeah, I did uh, did an internship at a Danish brand called Leon Louis, um, who is now in in Portugal. They're doing like you know avant-garde, Rigon style, black, all black stuff, mm. um, and you know it gives gives you a completely different uh, view of how how you're uh, you know supposed to work because when you're at school, it's just designing and sewing and all that, and you spend like four months designing a collection, and then you get on the real world and you realize yeah okay i have one and a half week and then i have to send like six six uh, um, patterns to uh, production and it's like completely different thing right there's uh i mean i don't think anybody ever this spends as much time on their designs and as they do in school right so that was a bit of uh, an eye-opener really and, and the then then of course you know when you do 
when you do just stuff for yourself is always like yeah i'll just i'll make this and uh, yeah i don't know don't know if it can be produced really but it works out for me and then suddenly you have to say yeah okay if i have to make 50 of these is this a good solution and i mean all of the products on the website look like something i've never seen before in terms of it's very unique and what i typify and you know take this within the spirit that's intended but when i think of scandinavian menswear designs i always think of like minimalist designs you know something more streamlined something you know very much kind of everyday utilitarian mm. uh, and that's not a slight i really I, I love scandinavian design i love minimalism but yours is something quite different to that isn't it yeah i think the the part uh, we have this thing in denmark called yendelon which is uh, the law of yende it's like um basically saying don't think you're better than anybody else which i think influences our culture in a lot of ways and mm. including how we dress so it's you know uh, scandinavian is uh, often very like muted colors it's a bit conservative really mm. um and i'm trying to take like this every day all the clothes i make I'm not designing like, okay, this is going to be great for like the party or big uh, wedding you're going to once a year. I'm saying, okay, would I wear this like five days a week for a year? Does this work? Uh, is this easy to wear? So I'm like doing this everyday approach saying, okay, would I wear this all the time? Really? Because mm. I mean, uh, also with sustainability, if we are going to do anything about climate change, you know, we have to buy less clothes and better clothes. So I'm saying, okay, could I wear this all the time? How will it age? How will it look when I've worn it 500 times? Uh, so that's kind of my approach to it. The jeans are really like, where, what are the jeans called? They're, they've got like these big kind of beige patches on them. Yeah. On the website, by the way, people can have a look at what we're talking about if they go to caspermerk.com and we'll put all the links over on the show notes. But uh, I'm seeing it, it's underneath the, the T-shirt. jeans, yeah. Yeah, they uh, look terrific. Yeah, and, uh, you know, denim is, it's not the best for the environment, but, you know, a, a well-made pair of, of jeans can last you, like, five years, ten years. And on these, I've done a bit of distressing already, but they will, you know, they will shape your body. They will distress when you wear it in a really, really nice way. And I'm, like, that is... That is my way of trying to figure out a way to like make sure you wear your clothes um, and you don't. It's not just like fast fashion. You buy it and you wear it three times and then it's like, eh, yeah, well, not really. <laughs> um, so instead, like making something that will look even better after you've worn it five hundred times. Yeah, and that's not e- an easy thing to do, I guess. No, I think a lot of a lot of it is in the you know the fabrics I choose. Like I like heavy fabrics because they usually like they get nice creases they get worn in a such a beautiful way for uh, the new collection uh, autumn winter 21 i found this really really heavy really really stiff a lot of texture cotton fabric and now i've I made a jacket for myself worn it for a couple of months and it's just looking better and better oh, you know cool. getting getting worn getting you know some some uh, colors going out of it already and and the corners you know Mm. and the stitches and it's just yeah looks amazing and do you source the fabric for your clothes in one particular place or do you kind of scale the globe how does it work uh you know it's the biggest problem i have with sourcing fabrics is really quantities because a lot of times i find something or 
like at a, a fair um, and it's oh yeah this looks great it's a great price mm. but mm. they have a minimum of 2000 meters and i right. i can't use that at all mm. Mm. so it, that is my biggest challenge right now is just finding places that will sell me small quantities at a somewhat reasonable price right um but it is kind of all over i'm trying to do more dead stock um materials because remnants. yeah uh, exactly when somebody has like 50 meters uh, from production they don't need i can buy that i can use that that's a pretty good way to uh, you know reduce my you know uh, the, the brand's uh, consumption of, of resources and how do you but, do that are you calling up mills are you calling up uh, no there are, i'm uh, like there are some uh, special uh, like uh, companies who who uh, deal with that Okay. So that sometimes they put something up, and then there are some uh, shops here in Copenhagen who have some. Um, but yeah, it's a bit difficult right now to go to the shops, <laughs> uh, as you can imagine, yeah. with everything being closed all the time. But uh, yeah, it's all over the place, really. And what if there was a there was a run or something that oh, there was a fabric, but there there wasn't a whole load of it? Would you be tempted to get it and just do a limited special edition run? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, um, right now I've uh, found some uh, some small, uh, like, f- some leather. Like, I get, I think, three skins. And that's, yeah, you, I'm making some bags out of that. And there's, like, when that leather is gone, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that also gives it, you know, makes it a bit exclusive, really. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, when that's done, there's I, mean, I can't make any more because I don't have any more of the leather. Tell me about how kind of the pandemic has, has hit you. You know, you're kind of launching in, in the craziest of times, the world's upside <laughs> down and on fire. What's it, what's it been like kind of trying to get a business off the ground in these times? Ah, it's, it's not easy. Uh, I think uh, people are a bit afraid uh, of, you know, trying something new and selling to stores when, uh, when they never met you, they've never felt the clothes, they've never seen it uh, in real life. It's a bit, a bit difficult. So I'm uh, Right now, I'm I'm trying to you know stay local, talking with stores in Copenhagen, uh, trying to figure out something out, and then on the web shop. But you know, I've never really experienced anything but this uh, weird Corona thing. So, just looking forward to things going somewhat back to normal. A shop open um, around about where you are now? No, but I've mm. I talked to some, and I can come visit. And mm. um, yeah, but no, nothing's open at all. Yeah, supermarkets are, and that's it. I know you really want to. You feel like you've done the hard work, right? I'm, I'm guessing by getting the designs, getting the website, getting everything ready to go. But yet the world has hit pause, and you can't yeah. seem to get past anything like that. Yeah, it uh, it's it's not great. And you know, you can see like uh, like the shops are having like sales a month after they received the new collections, and it's uh. I think it's really difficult for everyone because. You don't need new clothes when you're just sitting at home in your sweatpants all day. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. So, Casper, I mean, what's the what's the future for you? I mean, like, are you kind of now, apart from getting some brand awareness going, are you working on other designs? Is there something else in the pipeline? Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, my uh, uh, SS21 collection is uh, up for pre-order right now, and uh, that will uh, launch for real <laughs> here on the 16th of February. Uh, then working on the next collection, um, already doing some designs now, like just uh, really getting into it and trying to figure out if if that is, uh, you know, the the collection, seasonal collection is even a path I'm going to follow. Right. Because it doesn't make an awful lot of sense right now 
when there's no fashion week, there's, you know, there's nothing going on. And I could just, you know, make something one day, put it up on the web shop the next day, and then it's going. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, trying to figure out what's, what's going on, how I'm going to, going to continue because I don't know what's going on. I'm, I don't know what's happening next month, mm-hmm. let alone like this summer. So. Yeah. There's not many seasons when you don't go outside. No, <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to predict, isn't it? But, yeah, uh, and and I think the seasonal thing is like these days it's it's mainly for mainly for you know the shops, so they can go to uh, Paris and mm. and London and all that twice a year and get their buying in there. And it, I mean, if I'm doing everything here myself, it's, it's I don't really need that uh, that uh, system. Mm. Um, so yeah. I might be dialing it back a little bit here, but how, when you start off with the designs, when does it hit you? Do you kind of like start drawing? Is that the first step? So when you, I'm interested because your clothes look to be so design led that there must be some kind of process that gets you from A to B. Can you just talk about that? Yeah. I uh, usually always try to like uh, all all year round, really uh, thinking about, okay, the next collection, what's that going to be about? Um, so I have like a bunch of ideas ready when when it comes to the signing. Then I go like this collection. I'm looking a lot of on uh, looking at the plane engines and fighter jets and how their jet engines work and all that stuff. That's really interesting and they just look amazing as well. So it's like finding a lot of pictures of that, like drawing some of it. You know, just getting something uh, out on paper, doing some paintings. Like all this that has basically nothing to do with the clothes until I get like a clear vision. Of, okay, what is it I'm going to do? Like what are the shapes I'm going for? What are the colors? Then I uh, then I go to like actually drawing the clothes, like some very, you know, broad sketching. Like, okay, I try to find out what kind of jaggers am I going to have in this collection? Is it going to be slim or is it going to be loose? Mm. How is that going to work? And I try to... You know, get some basic shapes of the the clothes I'm gonna make. Uh, after that, I go to start constructing the patterns. You know, when I have a pretty clear idea of what I'm gonna do, right. and then start doing prototypes. And you know, that's one of the, the great things about doing almost all the sandals myself. I can, you know, I can change things all the way through the process. Like yeah. sometimes I'm halfway done with everything. I just need to put the lining in and I realize, yeah, I need some more details. I need some more stuff here. And so that's that's, cool. uh, that's basically it. That's really cool. I'd love to see those drawings with the products. I'm, I'm on the website again, just going through the products. I think that'd be a really neat idea to have the journey of the garment somewhere on the yeah. site just uh, just throwing it out there, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm no designer. I don't know anything about no. this, but uh, it'd be you know, it'd be good to see the kind of process yeah. fleshed out on the website. Yeah, maybe you should put that up. Yeah, from from uh, the first like going on Pinterest <laughs> and finding some images to to the finished T-shirt or yeah. jacket. Yeah, I, sure. well, I'd, I should I'd certainly that. be interested in seeing that. Well, listen, Casper, yeah. thanks for jumping on the podcast, taking time out of your day, and walking us through the brand. Again, caspermerk dot com, and we'll put all the links on the show notes because. Uh, obviously i won't be pronouncing it the way it should be pronounced but <laughs> again uh, doing all right casper <laughs> merc official on instagram is um, a great place to go and, and check out these clothes great speaking to you casper right. yeah you too thanks
and thank you, Casper. Thank you also for tuning in to this episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. If you like what you hear, why not leave a review? It does help my ego, especially. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode and all content pertaining to watches, grooming, fashion and lifestyle over at www.menswearstyle.co.uk. And we're on the social as well, at Menswear Style. And if you want to be a guest on the show, come on and tell us about your brand and your journey. You can email us here at info at menswearstyle.co.uk. And until next time, 